Welcome, friend. This is Brian Del Turco with Jesus Smart, the podcast. I would love to talk with you today about establishing, subscribing to a kingdom feed, subscribing to a kingdom feed where we receive updates and downloads from above and keep current, keep in step with what the Holy Spirit's doing, not only in our own lives personally, but in our corporate experience with the body of Christ, in the macro trends that are happening in the kingdom today, in God's activity throughout the earth. You know, it says of Abraham, who, by the way, is our prototype of faith, our model, a template. He went out not exactly knowing where he was going, but he knew what he was looking for. He was looking for the city that God was building. In other words, he was looking for the activity of God the architecture of God, the alignment of God, and what God was doing. And if we will subscribe to a kingdom feed, we can receive updates and remain current and reorientate and just slightly adjust if we need to, or maybe we need to adjust ourselves in a, in a massive way towards Christ, towards his kingdom, towards the story of God. This is episode 105 Glad you're listening. I encourage you to to, uh, check out episode 104 last week, Salvation is for 2020, Not Just Heaven, and also episode 100. Episode 100 was a very special milestone episode. We had guest highlights, uh, surveying some guest highlights from over the first 100 episodes. We also had listener comments, plus we had a bit of content about expanding your kingdom footprint personally episode 100. But this is 105, and I'm excited about it. You know, RSS is a um, acronym that has become current in our in our thinking in the past decade or two or three. It stands for really simple syndication. You've heard the phrase RSS feed. What that's all about are files that are easily read by a computer, and it automatically updates information. Uh, that information is is sort of fetched by a user's RSS feed reader, and it converts those files into the latest updates. Uh, you're listening to a podcast right now, and there's a podcast feed that goes out from our hosting provider, Podbean. It's syndicated to all the major podcast listening apps, Apple, Spotify, you know, Stitcher, all the major podcast listening options. And so when you get on your podcast app and you either click the button to stream it or or if it's downloaded to your device, either way, it's pulling from that podcast feed from our hosting provider, Podbean, and you receive the latest version of the podcast episode, just like today. This is episode 105. Well, I hope it's not too much of a stretch, but I would like to give you another RSS acronym. Royal Spirit Syndication, okay? Royal Spirit Syndication, subscribing to a kingdom feed where you can stay current with the latest updates from above, the latest macro trends that, you know, God is active. God is constantly active. He's always at work, whether we're consciously aware of it or even whether we're tuned into it or know what's happening with big macro issues globally, 
or smaller issues regionally or even the micro issues of our personal lives, God is a God of activity. Jesus said in John 3, 8 that those who are born again, it's, it's, it's like the spirit or the wind moves and you hear the sounds of it and you see the effects of it. You don't know where it's going or where it comes from, but you can sense it and feel it and flow with it. So is everyone who is born of the spirit. The Holy Spirit is active. God is not idle. God doesn't sit down and watch television, okay? He doesn't Netflix binge. He doesn't waste time. I mean, he's in a state of rest, but from his state of rest, he is active. He is powerful. He's unfolding his story right on time. And so if we will get into this royal spirit syndication, if we will connect with this RSS kingdom feed, the Royal Spirit Syndication Kingdom Feed. We can pull down updates, stay current with what he's doing. You know, downloading, some decades ago, downloading wasn't even a word, really. But it became a word in the age of the personal computer. Of course, it's when you take a file, could be a video file, a music file, some other data, and you you either copy it, from a device, you download it from another device to your device, or more more probably now from the internet, from, from some web server somewhere, it comes to your computer or to your phone or to your mobile device. So downloading a file, it makes a copy of that file on whatever device you're listening to or, or using, or you could be streaming it and just receiving data constantly as you stream it. But either way, the data is coming to your device through your speaker, or into your earbuds, I want to suggest that there are downloads available. You know, it says in, in James chapter 1 that every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father above, downloads, with whom there is no shadow of turning, no shifting or shadow of turning. In other words, he's constant, he's impartial, he's for you just as much as he's for anyone else. But we can receive downloads from above, understanding, insights, information, revelation. And I want to talk with you today about four practical initiatives that we can do in our personal lives and in our lives together with others in the body of Christ to facilitate this RSS feed, this Royal Spirit syndication. Before I get to those four points today, let me read from John chapter 16, verses 13 to 15 in the ESV, the English Standard Version. When the Spirit comes, this is Jesus speaking, he will guide you, the Spirit will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. Now listen to Jesus. He will glorify me for he will take what is mine and declare it or disclose it to you. Then Jesus says, all that the father has is mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. So let's just look at this again, maybe reverse engineer it a little bit, if I could say that. Let's start with verse 15. 
the Father owns everything, right? Can we agree on that? He is the creator. Everything has emanated from him. He says in Psalms 24, 1, for example, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Even those who dwell therein are the Lord's. All that the Father has now, Jesus is saying, is mine. Therefore, I say that he will take of what is mine and declare it, disclose it, manifest it. We could say make it available to you. In the disclosing, in the declaring, which is revelation and understanding, is the potential then for you to actualize or to manifest, to actually receive and possess what Jesus has, which is everything, and it all comes from the Father. But notice the sequence here. In verse 14, Jesus says that the Holy Spirit will glorify him for he will take of what is of Jesus and declare it to us. So I just want you to imagine in your mind's eye, imagine the Father, and then maybe standing in front of the Father, the Son, Jesus Christ, and then standing in front of Jesus Christ, the Son, is the Holy Spirit, and then standing in front of the Holy Spirit is you and me. Okay, so let's go to the to the source. Let's go to the, the, the beginning of the line, the beginning of the process. The Father has all things, and he's given, he turns to Jesus. Jesus turns to him, and the Father hands him everything. I mean everything, all things, all authority, all possessions goes to Jesus. And then Jesus turns to the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit turns and faces Jesus And Jesus says that the Holy Spirit will take everything that belongs to Jesus. It's given to the Holy Spirit. And now the Holy Spirit turns to you and to me. And he declares to us all of this stuff. He manifests or uh, speaks it, declares to us, discloses it, uncovers it, reveals it, and helps us. The Holy Spirit not only declares it, but he helps us to appropriate it. For example, he can help us in prayer. Romans 8.26 says, quite often, we don't know how to pray as we ought. We don't know what to pray about necessarily or how to pray about it, but the Holy Spirit helps us. It's a, it's a beautiful Greek understanding in the New Testament, which means that he grabs that issue with you in partnership, shows you what to pray for how to pray about it. He energizes you in the prayer about it. And together, it's always a partnership between heaven and earth. Together, you and the Holy Spirit, we can address that issue in prayer. So the Holy Spirit declares things to us. He reveals, but he also helps us to appropriate it. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, you. Isn't that beautiful? Do you have faith to believe that all things are yours? Paul did say at the end of 1 Corinthians chapter 3 that all things belong to you. He's speaking to the Corinthian believers, and through them, he's speaking to us. May that become a saying word to you in the now, where you have faith to grasp it and and believe for it. All things belong to you. You belong to Christ, Paul says, and Christ belongs to God the Father. Isn't that beautiful? All things. Now, we may say, well, my current experience is not so much, that's not so much, uh, a reality are showing up in my current experience. Kingdom thought here, never allow your present experience to interpret for you what Jesus is saying. Jesus is always the standard. Our experience must come up to what Jesus said. We don't pull what Jesus said 
down to our current level of development in Jesus. I know that if we can build this progressively into our lives, there is no ceiling. There are no boundaries. Horizons are infinite. Uh, the All bets are off. Long-standing issues, chronic challenges, problems, or even opportunities that have been just looking at you for a long time that you somehow have not been able to access yet. All of that becomes possible. All things are possible. So it's about subscribing to this kingdom feed. It's about this royal spirit syndication from above. The Father, Jesus, the Spirit, us. Here's, let me give you four things that I'm thinking about for myself and I'd like to share with you related to, to how do we practically, how do we concretely, what do we do to connect to this kingdom feed, this royal spirit syndicate? Number one, it's going to sound simple, but I think it can, it can still challenge us again, even if we've known the Lord for a little while or for a long time. Number one, we must be born again. If we're not born again, there is no chance of being connected to this kingdom feed. Jesus told that elite Jewish leader in that evening discussion in John chapter 3, you, Nicodemus, must be born again to see the kingdom of God. That's in verse 3. Then in verse 5, he says it again, you must be born again to enter the kingdom of God. That is to, to, to begin to appropriate and access kingdom dynamics right now. And it's not only the fullness and completeness of the kingdom of God, which will be expressed at the second coming of Christ. We know the kingdom is coming in its fullness, but there is a very dynamic partial experience of the kingdom right now that we have available to us that I'm going to go out on a limb and saw it off. No, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that most modern Christians are woefully behind this understanding of what it even means to optimize kingdom dynamics right now. But we must be born again to see it. We must be born again to enter it. And Jesus said in Revelation chapter 2, when he was speaking to the church of Ephesus in Asia Minor at the time, but through this revelation and uh, through the revelation, yes, of, of Revelation chapter 2, he's speaking to us today. He says, I have this against you. Apply if necessary, okay? I know I have to. That if you've left your first love, what we have to do is remember from where we've fallen and we have to do the first works again, even if we've already been born again, but we may need to sort of reboot, restart, recatalyze our experience with Jesus and do the first works again so that we can be clearly connected to this royal spirit syndicate, this kingdom feed. So that's the first point. We must be born again. And let me just say this. I don't know what your theology allows you to do. Sometimes we need to break out of theological systems that we've been entombed in. <laughs> I think I just said entombed. Uh, we, you know, we, we may need to, to, to stretch and broaden out, but you know what? Yes, we're born again initially, but I know me, I feel like I have to be born again and again 
and again and again. I'm not saying that I wasn't born again the first time. What I'm saying is that this spirit of being born again or, be, or, or of being regened, regenerated, is a continually spiraling upward process, the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. It's a spirit of regeneration which remains at work. Don't pray a static prayer at some point in time in the past and then flatline or decline from that point. That spirit of life in Christ Jesus, that updraft in Jesus must pull me up like an eagle soaring on on the winds and climbing and soaring and circling and being just that spirit of being born again. I don't want it to stop. I don't want it to stop. just a very tiny infomercial here about the podcast itself. It's growing towards the end of 2019. The last two or three months, it more than doubled its footprint in terms of downloads. And it continues to appear that it's on a trend line where it's growing. And we appreciate that. If you're new here, the best thing you can do is subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast, subscribe to it. And if you like a given episode or just the podcast in general, that's the number one way I hear that podcast audiences develop and the messaging goes further is by word of mouth, that most trusted form of uh, getting the word out. It's that ancient word or, or that ancient promotional tactic of word of mouth. Okay, so the second thing, the word of God is key for us to subscribe to this kingdom feed. Make no mistake about it, everything that God does is through the agency of his word. Nothing is apart from a declared thought or word from God. Peter said that we are born again by the seed of God's imperishable word. Isaiah 55 is really clear that, you know, God's thoughts and ways are so far above our own. If they come down to us as the rain and the snow come down and God says, I do not send forth my word without intent without it succeeding in the purpose for which I sent it, you will go out with joy. At that time, it was the exiles coming out of Babylonian exile and returning back to Israel. You will go out with joy. You'll be led forth with peace. I mean, what sort of mini Exodus event do you need to be catalyzed by a living word of God to you? What do I need? Because they were coming back now from exile and captivity into restoration and reprovision. And I just see that as a template that can be applied at any point in our experience in Christ. There are things that we need to come out of, things that we've been captive to. And it's it's through the agency of God's word, his expressed thoughts to us. You see, our mind is renewed. It's sort of, not sort of, it does. It reformats our internal hard drive, so to speak, all right? We receive a new operating system, through the born-again experience in Christ, through the new birth, and that system needs to be updated constantly. I want my operating system in Jesus to be current. I want the latest updates. If I've taken on viruses, I want them cleaned out. I want the latest updates from Jesus. It conditions the Word of God, our inner man. It tunes us up. I want you just to imagine a big tuning fork in your inner man, you know, that musical thing, a big tuning fork. It tunes it so that you can pick up the signals of God. 
so that you can pick up the voice signature of God so that when he speaks to you by his spirit, it resonates and you know, and you have an assurance that it's God. But if I'm not in the word, it's very difficult to pick that up. And if I do pick up an inkling of something, my confidence level or my assurance that that is from God is lower than it can be and should be. Martin Luther said the Bible is alive, the great reformer Martin Luther. He said, it speaks to me. It has feet, he said. It runs after me. It has hands. It lays hold of me. That really should be our experience. I really want that myself. Before I go on to this third point, prayer, about keys to connecting with this royal syndicate feed, um, this royal spirit syndicate, okay, this kingdom feed, let me read something to you that I wrote in my journal, which came to me the other morning. It was it was it was uh, catalyzed by something I heard Dr. Caroline Leaf, who's a Christian uh, brain expert. She's a uh, brain scientist, a neuroscientist, and uh, something that she was saying about signals. Here's what I wrote. Extrinsic signals and intrinsic signals, which are noise and sourced in a fallen plane of reality. You know, so everything around us is coming from a fallen plane, generally speaking. Even signals that come up in our own being can come from a fallen plane in the sense that they're still coming from that old nature within us that may try to express itself and not the kingdom those signals are noise. I must learn to discern God signals. I'm calling them God signals. And this is where subscribing to the kingdom feed is so vital. And this is where the word of God, just this aspect of it is so vital because it does condition our inner man. It tunes our inner man to pick up God signals and to filter out non-God signals. In science, they call this a noise to signal ratio. This is an issue, my friend. I'm going to get real with you, and it's kind of tight but right, okay? This is an issue of sanctification and glorification. As we are progressively in our experience more conformed to the image of Jesus, in that sanctification, we are declared righteous by God by faith, but the outworking of it, the practical leveling up in real life, that aspect of sanctification and glorification You know, the Bible says we are to go from glory to glory, from faith to faith, from strength to strength. The glorification where we are progressively glorified, not completely glorified as in our resurrected body, but progressively glorified right now. Because as Paul said in Corinthians, as we look into Jesus, we are conformed to his glory. As this happens... We are better able. We become experts at that signal-to-noise ratio issue. We can filter out non-God signals and open the gate to God signals. Isn't that good? I'm, I'm excited about that. It's a development issue. It's being conformed to the nature of Christ. And these God signals can come as nudges, promptings, just a sense in the spirit as opposed to like being limited to our natural senses of sight and hearing and touch and taste. Gifts of the Spirit in operation, praying for that spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Christ that we may know the hope of his calling, Ephesians 1, 
17. And that just creates sort of a spirit sentiment that's cultivated in our inner man that picks up understanding and insight and revelation from God. It's like Velcro. It just flies to it. And we repel non-God signals more and more and more. Amen. When it's time to pray, I don't want to have anything to do with non-God signals. When it's time to speak to a mountain, I can't afford to have nothing but God signals. Who cares what's signaling around me? Who cares what my old nature is trying to signal up to me? Are you kidding? I need God signals when I speak to that mountain. If there's a storm that I have to stand up in a boat and address, I don't want to be flooded with non-God signals. Peter, as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus as he walked on the water, that was a God signal for him, that fixation upon Christ. But as soon as he started looking at non-Jesus signals, started looking around at the waves and the wind, what happened? Down. Started sinking. Of course, Jesus reached him, grabbed him. He's always coaching us, always mentoring us as we step out of the boat. So we've talked about the vital importance of being born again and really carrying a spirit of being born again, a spirit of regeneration. We've talked about the word of God. Let's now talk about prayer. Prayer as a key aspect of subscribing to the kingdom feed. Prayer is partnership. It has always and always will be about partnership between heaven and earth, the Garden of Eden. I mean, listen to what the Father tells the Son as recorded in Psalm 2, verses 7 and 8. Jesus, the Son, says this, I will tell of the decree. The Lord, meaning the Father, said to me, you are my Son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me, and I will make the nations your heritage and the ends of the earth your possession. Was it the Father's will that the nations be the heritage of Jesus? Of course. Is it the Father's will that the ends of the earth be the possession of Jesus? Absolutely. But the Father tells the Son, ask of me, and it's yours. We have to ask. If Jesus had to ask, if Jesus prayed when he was on the earth, If Jesus continually prays now, making intercession for us at the right hand of the Father, as Hebrews tells us, who are we to think that we do not have to ask to get God's will done in our life, to get God's best, to get on the front of the wave, to get current? We have to pray. Now, listen to what Jeremiah said in Jeremiah 33, verse 3, call unto me. And I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you know not. Let me just give you some shade of meaning. I'm not a Hebrew expert, but I've, you know, I know a little bit about some of these words. Let me give you some shade of meaning from the Hebrew in this verse. Call unto me, I will answer you, and I will disclose to you, I will show you things that are inaccessible to you right now, things that you are ignorant of right now and don't know about things that are fenced off to you, things that you could only hope to get into even if you knew what they were, I will show you what they are, I will provide the access to it, and I will enable you to experience it. Call unto me. Prayer. This really is a corollary to John 16, which we read at the top of the podcast episode today, that 
the Spirit will disclose to us all that is of Jesus. He will reveal to us, right? And he will help us to appropriate, to access it. Come on, my friend, we got to pray. Now, why is prayer resisted so much? You know why. You know why prayer is resisted so much. It's because our adversary knows, and forgive me if this offends you, that he will get his blessed assurance handed to him when we go to our knees. R.A. Torrey said, we are too busy to pray, and so we're too busy to have power. We have a great deal of activity, but we accomplish little. Many services, but few conversions. Much machinery, but few results. Listen to what Oswald Chambers said. Listen, my friend, when Oswald Chambers talks, this is way more than E.F. Hutton. We need to listen, okay? Unless in the first waking moment of the day, you learn to fling the door wide back and let God in, you will work on a wrong level all day. But swing the door wide open and pray to your father in secret and every public thing will be stamped with the presence of God. Wow. It's an every morning thing. It's a fresh manna every morning thing. It's not every two days. It's not every week. It's not only when there's some great crisis that we start to pray. We must pray daily. I know it's old school, but the reason it's old school is because Jesus is old school. He showed us how it works. You see, there's a way that things work. John Eldridge in his book, Moving Mountains on Prayer, my wife and I are going through that now. He keeps saying this over and over and over again. In everything in life, there is a way that things work. And in the economy of God, in this partnership with God, there is a way that things work. We must be born again. We must engage the word of God at a high level because everything is done through the agency of his word. We must pray because prayer is how God downlinks and partners with us. Jesus said to pray, may your kingdom come, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Here's what I'm starting to do, my friend, when I pray that prayer template, the Lord's, the so-called Lord's prayer. Okay. Father, everything that is your will today for me, my wife, my daughters, for whatever, let it come and be realized on earth as it is in heaven. And everything that is the non-will of God, may it be bound and banished from us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Everything that is not your design, may it burn off far from us, surround us as a wall of fire, be the glory in our midst. I think Zechariah, anything that tries to get near to us that is the the non-design or the non-will of God, or that's not a part of your story for us, or that's not a part of your, your fame for us, the Lord's fame through us, let it burn off. Let it not even get near us. Oral Roberts said, when the prayer power is high, the demons are pushed back. When it's low, they encroach. Call unto me. I will answer you and show you great and inaccessible things you're unaware of, things that will be revealed to you. Call unto me. I have one more point to share with you today. 
When you go to the show notes page for this episode, I just had this idea, something I thought about before, but I'm just being reminded of it now, perhaps. I'm going to have on that show notes page a, um, a button where you can click the button and leave me a recording. Okay. If there's anything on this episode that you resonate with, don't, don't be too long with it because there's only so much capacity to record. Okay. Uh, maybe 30, 40 seconds, something like that. If you have an insight or something really grabs you or something you'd like to share, would you share that with me? And in doing that, can I just add, uh, let you know that it's possible that part of that recording or all of it could be used on a future episode. For example, next week is part two of this of this particular topic. And so if I get some recordings this week, just from this first part, I'm going to plan on putting them on that episode just as a few comments, very brief. Something that really resonates with you, something that really stirs something in you. Go to the show notes page for this episode, jesussmart.com, episode 105. And on that show notes page, this, this will be brand new. It's going to take me a few hours to get this up. If you listen to this episode right away, keep coming back. Episode 105 will eventually appear as a show notes page at jesussmart.com. I would love to hear that. One of the things we want to do as we begin 2020 with the podcast is to hear more from listeners. So we've talked about the vital importance of being born again, a spirit of regeneration continuing in that, the word of God, the agency of the word of God the partnership of prayer. And now the last point for today in establishing our subscribing to this kingdom feed, this RSS Royal Spirit Syndicate. Here it is. Number four, connection with the society of Jesus, the society of Jesus. There is a special anointing and connection with Christ corporately. I'm talking about the body of Christ. We need each other. We can't do this in a silo. We'll have a low-grade Christ-following life if we do it in a silo. We need to be in a context, in a, in a connectivity with others where spiritual gifts can be in operation, where pieces of understanding that we need that are in other members of the body of Christ, and we need a few key pieces of information or, or revelation or understanding. You know, Paul said in 1 Corinthians 14, 26, that when you come together, each of you has a teaching. Each of you has a revelation. Each of you has a song. We need more of this dynamic of open participatory experience in the society of Jesus. And we can do this with small groups. We can do this with what I call kingdom clusters, not just a larger setting where we're looking at the back of somebody's head and looking at a stage. Those settings are important too, because we're hearing a corporate word I find that many times when there's a corporate word being preached, there are downloads coming into me which are sort of flowing on those frequencies but are even different, something that the speaker is not necessarily saying, but the Holy Spirit is animating other, other, other lines of frequency and bringing other things. It's so, it's so good. We need that. We need corporate worship. We need to see something strength in numbers. You know, we, we need that dynamic. There's a certain intangible to our corporate gatherings in a larger sense. But what we also need are small group experiences or kingdom clusters. Now, you know, before I just talk more about that, consider Paul's conversion in Acts chapter 9. He gets blown off his feet. It's always said he's blown off his horse. There was no horse in Acts 9, okay? 
It's always, I'm amazed. It's it's no biggie anyway. But anyway, he's walking with others, going somewhere to persecute more Christians, okay? (laughs) And he's blown off his feet by the manifest presence of Jesus Christ. I mean, like the like the like a like a sun drops down to the earth, S-U-N, you know, the and just blinds him, knocks him senseless. And Jesus says to him, Saul, that was his name at the time, why are you persecuting me? It's hard to kick against the goads. And he had an instant revelation of the body of Christ. He was clueless that he he thought he was persecuting these heretical believers in Jesus, and he was actually persecuting Jesus, the body of Christ. And he gets another revelation because God sets it up where Ananias in another town somewhere, God tells Ananias to go and pray for him that he may be healed. See, he needed someone else to touch him. He was knocked senseless by this revelation. He needed someone else to pray over him, touch his eyes, bring sight back, kind of reboot him and start him on a radical lifestyle journey with Jesus in ministry. So he had a revelation of the body of Christ right away. See, we need each other. And then if you read his letters following, it's all about the body. It's all about the gifts. It's all about being rightly fitted together with others. We need to be equipped for works of service. This is why we need the society of Jesus. Friend, I'm going to tell you flat out another statement that, you know, may bother you. There are some things you're not going to come into without the society of Jesus. In every season of life, God has somewhere for you to be plugged in. Some some part of his body, some, some aspect of the society of Jesus for you to be connected with. That could change because of geographics. It could change because of God's wanting to process you and change you in some way. It could change for a number of reasons. But in every season of life, you need to look to the Lord and to the best of your ability, be engrafted into a local expression of the body of Christ, including small groups and kingdom clusters, which can transcend any one local church, as, as, I'm, as I'm going to share. But we need to be equipped for works of service. You can read about this in Ephesians 4, 11 to 16. It is my personal conviction. I can't absolutely prove this dogmatically, but I feel personally that there are some things that I won't even come into personally without being rightly connected to the society of Jesus. Again, because there's understanding, there's revelation, there's spiritual gifts in operation, there's that dynamic of, of power and numbers of two or three of you agreeing, you know, one shall put a thousand, two shall put 10,000. What do three put to flight? 100,000, if we continue that mathematical curve, that exponential curve. Paul said in Ephesians 2.10 that these works are prepared before us since the foundation of the earth to walk in were recreated in Christ Jesus for these good works. But we're to be equipped in these good works, Ephesians 4.11 to 16, we need apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists. We need other members of the body of Christ to equip us. We need to be in a local expression of the body of Christ. I believe we also need to be connected and have inputs to macro expressions of the body of Christ. Today with, I mean, be discerning, but today with, you know, online, uh, with, with the tools of communication that we have today, you're listening to this podcast. I hope that this in some way is stimulating you and encouraging you. This is not a church by any means. I'm not a pastor. I'm more of a teacher. I hope that it's helping to equip you, but we need multiple inputs and we need others. We need to be in kingdom clusters, either a small group in your church and or 
a small group outside of your church that may even be translocal in nature. I'm currently experimenting with this with uh, three other couples. We're just getting ready to launch into it. And there are, I think, three churches represented in this cluster, maybe four. No, it's three. Three churches are represented, but this is a supplementary affiliation. This is another layer of relational architecture of being engrafted into the body of Christ. So we have a specific purpose. In this case, we're looking to it to be something of an accelerator, something of a, um, you know, where spiritual gifts can be in operation. We can fight for each other's dreams and see each other equipped in our other spheres of influence and calling. So there are all kinds, the, the sky's the limit with what shape these groups can take. Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe you're a group of educators. Educators understand educators. Educators know how to pray for educators. You know, may, you know maybe you're involved in civic service and public policy in some way or, or, or business, entrepreneurship or arts and entertainment, media, whatever it may be. To run with other believers in Jesus and many times we need to run with other believers who are really running with the same kind of a mantle on us, right? So these small groups or niches are important. Connection with the society of Jesus. It's about alignment. It's about relational architecture. Maybe you've been burnt by all of this. Maybe you're cynical about quote-unquote organized religion. Listen, I understand that, okay? Don't become cynical. We are in a time of restoration. We, we are in a time of alignment and fresh expressions of the society of Jesus, ask the Holy Spirit to give you a love and affection for the body of Christ. Ask him to give you a love and affection for the body of Christ, which equals your love and affection for the head, Jesus himself. I mean, just forgive. Get past toxic things and hurts. Don't let it keep you tethered, entombed in the past. The Holy Spirit is breathing new things. It's never perfect. If you think it's perfect, don't, don't go there because you, you and I will make it imperfect. <laughs> it's never perfect, and yet it's a holy mess. All right? God works through it. You know, there's a proverb that says, where the stall is clean, or where there's no ox in the stall, the stall's clean, right? But much strength comes from an ox. I believe we're in a time where we need the ox strength anointing. Well, we will continue with this theme. We're going to build a few more elements into this practical approach to hook up with this RSS, this Royal Spirit Syndication, receiving downloads, staying current with God, really getting excited about what it means to follow Christ and our involvement in his story. We'll continue this theme, including worship. We'll talk about communion with the Holy Spirit. We'll even talk about partaking of the Lord's table. I'm excited to talk with you about some things that are happening with me personally, a quest that I'm on with that next week. Don't forget, go to the show notes page. I'm gonna, there's, it'll, it'll be up soon, but there's going to be a button there, episode 105. If you have a testimony, if you have any thoughts, if you're resonating and vibrating on any of this, I want to hear what you say, 20 to 40 seconds, okay? Now, to learn more about this podcast, you, you can go to jesusmart.com, of course. It's always appreciative, wherever you're listening to this episode, to rate, review, and subscribe to it. In the grand scheme of things, it helps others to find the podcast. It's now on iHeartRadio. It's on Spotify. You can search on your app. I just saw or heard yesterday, Morgan Stanley survey says now, in America at least, that Spotify has now passed Apple 
in podcast listening. That's amazing. Tremendous growth curve with Spotify. Subscribe to it. And listen to this. If you're an Alexa person, all right, if you like that piece of equipment or that fire tablet or something from Amazon where you can just say, Alexa, what's the weather today? You know what you can say now? Alexa, play the Jesus Smart podcast, and it'll automatically take you right there and play the latest episode. I think that's pretty cool. Hey, we have an e-letter. Goes out almost every week. Next level ideas that we're trying to curate and to put their insights for all of us. We're all on this quest to develop as a Christ follower. If you would like to receive that free e-letter, you can see the sign-up forms at jesussmart.com. Jesus and his spirit is the ultimate RSS feed, okay? If you want some God genius coming from above, if you want brilliance from Jesus, let's hook into that feed. He knows how life works best right now. The new heavens and the new earth are his. It's coming. It's already breaking over the horizon, the glow of it. He knows it all. Until next time. 